Welcome to the Core Women Podcast. My name is Dr. Summer Watson. I'm a doctor of psychology, podcaster, published author, coach, producer of documentary empowerment films, and empowerment seminars. This podcast is a special place for the hearts and souls of women. It is a place where women share their journeys, strength, resiliency, strategy, and passions. Today on the show, I'd like to welcome Kim Howie, who is an author, certified health coach, and designer of the Pure Energy Program, which focuses on building awareness around the physical and emotional effects of food, as well as the mind-body connection. And Nancy Wirtin, who is an award-winning broadcast journalist, currently working as an anchor and health and wellness reporter at WFMZ-TV69 in Allentown, Pennsylvania. She also teaches at the college level and is a freelance writer. Together, Kim and Nancy co-founded the Wisdom Coalition, where they have a weekly podcast and a television show. They conduct mindset management workshops for corporations and individuals, both online and in-person seminars. They are also speakers who inspire people to change their mindset so they can find more joy. Their first book is called The Power of a Pivot, and they just released their new book, The Power of the Pause. We have so much to talk about, Kim and Nancy. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. So let's just jump right into talking a bit about your personal backgrounds, how you met, and your passion as coaches and authors. Sure. So Nancy and I, it feels like we've known each other for a lifetime. <laughs> However, it's probably been about six years. Maybe? Yeah. 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 And so we met as friends at first and we have children in similar and uh, similar ages and they have uh, similar activities that they do together. And that's how we met. But um, we, we just organically kind of connected with each other in this really beautiful, soulful way, I think. Mm-hmm. And we recognized that there was some, some symmetry, I think, in the things that we do. And so me as a health coach and Nancy as a reporter, and we got to just talking about, you know, really as women, how we can come together and lift each other up, but oftentimes don't, right? And so there tends to be a lot of competition, I think, amongst women. And we realized that there was such benefit in women supporting each other. And so we started talking about, you know, ways that we could do that. And that's how the uh, Wisdom Coalition came about, you know, just trying to help women support each other, find joy in life. And that's, you know, pick up from there. Yeah. <laughs> well, and since then, we've morphed a little bit because um, when, when we met, our kids were playing tennis and Kim and I were sitting there as the moms watching. Right. And mm-hmm. every week I would go and I was, you know, I'd be speaking to this woman I had just met, Kim, and she was so positive all the time, you know, and I'm a journalist. I observe people. So I'd be like listening to her and I'm thinking that she's going to crack next week. There's going to be something that's going to make her crack. And she never cracked, you know? And so I started asking her questions about that, you know, and she started talking to me about positive psychology, which I had really never heard of before. And um, then, so with, with that injection and that background about the wisdom coalition, as we've now morphed uh, over the years, about four or five years now, you know, our main mission is to help people to propel their mindset to be able to find more joy in every aspect of their lives. And so now we do that in a number of different ways. While we started out being just for women, we found, especially with our TV show and our podcast, we found that we had a lot of men following us. And so we decided that, you know, yes, we do have that component of wanting to really help women support each other. We do do two retreats a year for just women. 
But um, overall, our message is really for everybody. And Kim has her master's degree in positive psychology. So everything we do is based in, in the science of positive psychology. Gotcha. I love your background. Why don't you talk a little bit about your background and your journeys? You want to start, Kim? So I'm a certified health coach and I started down that path because I had sort of what I like to call my own health, um, you know, troubles, right? Like when I turned 40, I started having um, hormonal imbalances and I couldn't figure out what was going on. I literally thought I was going crazy, to be honest. I was like, I don't know what's happening. I can't seem to get myself together. And when I went to the doctor, I really just wanted him to give me some medication. <laughs> Something's wrong with me. Can you fix it? And he said, what I think you need to do is change your diet. And, and I, at the time, thought I was eating really healthy, but I was eating for you know weight loss and weight management. And he said, no, you need to eat real whole foods. I was like, I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> and so he set me on this path. He sent me out of his office and said, 30 days, come back in 30 days. For the next 30 days, just eat real whole foods. And, you know, he explained to me what that meant. And so I said, okay. And I left there thinking, I'll come back in 30 days. You're giving me a medication. <laughs> but what happened was I found out within a week, I, I mean, it was like night and day. I, I cannot tell you the shift that I felt. And just that identification and that awareness that, wow, what we put into our bodies makes such a difference in how we feel. So that yes. sent me sort of on my, on my path of, of, you know, learning more about nutrition and its impact on our bodies. And so that was sort of what started me down the path as a health coach. And then during the time of, of doing a lot of, um, you know, coaching with other people and my own path of realizing that the thoughts that I had were really impacting, they were really the foundation of everything in terms of health. And so that's what started me on the path of positive psychology thinking, okay, I've got to really zero in on our thought patterns and what's underneath them and how we think about being healthy and how that impacts us. So, so that really turned into what I think of sort of the crossroads between the nutrition and the psychology. And, you know, that has really, I think, helped us in our journey with the Wisdom Coalition. You know, as Nancy said, it, we've sort of, you know, taken lots of twists and turns <laughs> over the last five years in, in terms of our direction. And as I said, we started out thinking, okay, we're going to get these women together and we're going to help them support each other. And we're going to teach them the skills they need to find more joy in their lives. And, and we do still do that with our retreats, but just realizing that, you know, that core message of taking control of your life and taking control of your thoughts and shifting your mindset and empowering yourself to, to feel better, you know, holistically feel better, you know, really is at the foundation of everything we do. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. And Nancy. Yeah. So for me, you know, Kim's been on this journey for much longer than I have. Um, but um, once I started to learn some of these techniques and I didn't even realize I had a choice in whether I was happy or not. You know, I would kind of go through my day and sort of look at, well, what happened today? And if good things happened, then I was happy, right? Like, isn't that the way it's supposed to be? So this was a huge groundbreaking, life-changing concept for me, as, as everything we do really is for me. And I think one of the reasons I'm so passionate about the Wisdom Coalition is just how much it's changed my own life. You know, I've gone through, as most people do, you know, in the last few years, and my gosh, in the last year with the pandemic, and, you know, we draw, we draw so much strength personally 
from the things that we talk about, the tips and tools that we give people. And I see the impact it has on my own life. I'm, I'm a completely different person than I was five years ago and, and in a much, much better way. And, you know, being more positive and, and being able to use like the, um, the ideas about what positivity can do for me, it changes everything. You know, it changes not just your outlook, but it changes your relationships. You know, now suddenly you are reacting differently to your spouse and your children and your friends and your, um, the, the way that you do your job. I mean, it's like everything. It's everything. And, you know, so that, as Kim said, you know, when you look at your whole, the whole element of wellness, if you don't have that aspect of your outlook, you know, that I, th I think you're really missing something. And, you know, a big one that we also talk about is concepts like self-love and self-compassion and self-forgiveness. And, you know, especially for women, those are so important. And I think we, we just don't even know. We go through life and we don't even know there's a better way. Right. I love that you say all of this, that you tap into mindset, outlook, wisdom, choice. These are such important concepts but they're yeah. actually important actions, right? Mm -hmm. And so we make that transition between the knowing and the doing and understanding. And there's so much to that because a lot of people have never grown up. We've been conditioned to believe certain things. And how do you take one out of that conditioning to understand that there's something different? And that can be a real big challenge for folks to understand that and then actually move on that because it takes courage and it's a little scary. So I love what you're doing. And my next question was going to be, let's talk about the Wisdom Coalition. Let's get into the mission. Let's talk about what you tap into and some of the things that you do with the Wisdom Coalition. So can you go a little deeper into that and just explain from the get-go, like what your mission is there and, and so forth and so on. So I'll leave that up to you. Well, maybe I'll start. I mean, for, our mission is really to help people change their mindset and find more joy. That's the mission. Um, and, you know, we have come up with our own processes that are based in positive psychology. And we also draw upon uh, many of the experts, many of the researchers in positive psychology and the big names that um, those folks that have been doing research for a number of years on these various things that we talk about. And, you know, I think you're right that it is not easy. And the first thing that we like to talk to people about is that, you know, for us, we talk about this all the time, and yet we need reminders and we need help. We call ourselves our positivity partners for yeah. each other, right? So that when something goes wrong, I can call Kim and say, will you help me reframe this? Will you help me look at this differently? Will you help me find the good and the meaning? Mm -hmm. And it's such a, um, a more productive way to be than what we usually normally do, where we call our friends and just kind of complain about it right so what we are saying is it's it's like it's like a lifestyle and it's something that you have to constantly be checking in with I mean as you know there's the negativity bias right we're trained to go and not trained but we're inclined to look for think about what's negative instead of what's positive so I mean I think that what we really try to help people understand is that you've got to keep at this. Even we do. Right. Right. And, and oftentimes talk about the fact that it's a practice, yeah. right? So it's something that you need to incorporate into every day, like brushing your teeth, you know, and, and so it's a practice in that sense, but it's also a practice, meaning it takes practice. You know, it's not a one and done check. It's not a, Oh, okay. I, I flipped that switch and now I'm going to be positive. You know, you may take two steps forward and one step back on this journey, but just, you know, recognizing that it's worthy of moving forward, you know, that practice element is really important. 
Yeah, I truly agree with you there. A lot of people, I believe, just don't know the steps to take. So it's really nice that you have the Wisdom Coalition where you can take people through that journey, through that strategy, through those steps Mm -hmm. as to how to do this, because we've all learned a certain way. And as I said, we've been conditioned over the years to like give away our choice, our power of choice. I call that our super skill. We each have it. But sometimes, especially women, we forget. Mm-hmm. We forget that we have this power of choice and we give it away mm-hmm. and we keep giving it away and we keep giving it away. And there's this cycle, right? The cycle that we get into. So I call that like the conditioning cycle. And, and then what ends up happening is we get so far removed from it, we forget how to retrieve it back. Mm-hmm. And once we do, it's like you step into that, but it takes those small steps. And I love that positive positivity partner that you have, that concept, because we all need that. We absolutely all need that. We need to tap into, okay, I need a lift up here. Okay. You know what? Remind me of that step again. So I love that you do that. Yeah. Cause it's it's so easy to talk about this stuff, but then, you know, once you get out there and life smacks you in the face and, you know, for me, it's so funny because it's taken me so long to really get, you know, when things are, are to recognize what's happening as it's happening. One thing that we talk a lot about is really trying to feel your feelings mm-hmm. and, um, you know, I, I, and I'm, I'm big for, I get, I'm just going with my feelings, but I'm not really understanding what they're based in or, or what they're about, or I don't want to take that time to get in that icky stuff. I don't want to look at that. It's, it's, it's icky, you know? <laughs> so, you know, that's one thing that we kind of, um, you know, talk about a lot is just, you know, you sometimes you have to be uncomfortable to be comfortable again. Absolutely. Yeah. And what I call that too, Kim and Nancy is the woo woo. I call that, that icky or what you refer to as the icky, the woo woo. Even as a clinician, as a doctor in psychology, I, you know, we weren't taught to practice the, to tap into the heart. And many times we're so far removed from the heart that it's like, wow, where did we forget that emotion can be part of this? That can be part of the concept of functioning, right? And so it's interesting how we're now as a community, we're bringing ourselves back to that woo woo and really taking a look at it. Because I think it is a factor we've overlooked for so long and things that we've been taught both in practice and business as women, hey, that's not allowed in the boardroom. That's not allowed in the clinical office. That's not allowed in the, let's just be clinical. Let's get the facts and let's get people going, right? And so I think there's a combination. We can't overlook the woo-woo or the heart because it is such an important factor. We all, every single, we're human. We have emotions. So- Yeah. Well, and I think one of the things that really struck me when I started studying positive psychology is they said, it's not a happyology. You know, it's not about being happy all the time. And I think that's a, you know, a a problem that we've created as a society is we feel if we're not happy, there's something wrong with us. And that's not what we're saying, you know, and we like to differentiate between happiness and joy and say, you know, happiness is an emotion, right? And it's based on what's going on, right? Outside circumstances, when things are going well, yes, we're going to be happy, but when things are not going well, it's okay to be sad. It's okay to be angry. You know, those are human emotions and we're meant to have a range of them. But, you know, when, when we talk about joy, we talk about an attitude. We talk about the way that you navigate through life with positivity and inner peace. Yeah. And, you know, since the pandemic started, 
we've been, we developed a bunch of programs for corporations, you know, trying to help employees. So what we're saying is, you know, we're not saying you're going to be happy all the time. We're saying this is a hard time right now. This is really, really tough, but this is how you can get that shovel and dig yourself out of that hole in your mind of negativity. You know, there's, there's, there are ways to do that, but you have to do it. Right. And it is really up to the individual. And I think each person's process is a little different. They just have to figure out what their process is. And I also believe that a lot of times we hear, oh, just go on, move on, blah, 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 move through it, blah, blah. But we forget to embrace, stop and embrace the feeling. And then once you embrace it, it makes it easier to not just forget it and block it out, but to work through it. So rather than become reactionary, be proactive about it and know that you have these feelings and emotions and it's okay. And then you embrace it and figure out how to work through it. And as I said, we each have our own process. So I love what you're doing in your mission, but let's move on to your books. You have two, you have the power of a pivot and your newly released book, the power of a pause. Let's talk about those books a little bit. Can you touch on them? Well, it's so funny in, in uh, December of 2019, mm-hmm we decided to write a book, The Power of a Pause, because you know we're saying we're always going so fast and we need to take that time and that moment to turn inward and reflect. And then in March, the entire world stopped, right? Mm-hmm. The pandemic, the entire world stopped. And we thought, holy cow, <laughs> you know, this is timely. And so we, we sort of shifted the focus a little bit to be not just the intentional pauses, but the unintended ones. So the intentional pause being, you know, being mindful meditation, but the unintended pauses being a death and illness, a pandemic. And so, you know, we, Kim and I, we write a newsletter once a month and we write in our two different voices because we realized early on that um, we had very different writing styles. And so we've written all of our books and our newsletters in that fashion. So, so the power of a pause um, addresses all of these different ways you might pause in your life and the reason why and what you can get out of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like Nancy said, you know, we, we have always written in this style where Nancy writes a really great, um, you know, friendly story. It is typically something about her personal life that she's sharing, which is beautiful. And, 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 well, usually, you know, relatable. I, I try to write with funny, relatable kind of things. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Vulnerable. She's very vulnerable in her stories. And I'm so proud of her for being that way. Because when we first started the Wisdom Coalition, she's like, okay, here's the deal. We can do this, but I'm not sharing my feelings. Oh. <laughs> so See that conditioning? It all came it's out, right. you know? So. And then she started writing and they all came out. Right. Oh, really and now I can't stop. Yes. <laughs> so it's awesome. <laughs> The water flow, <laughs> waterfall of emotion. That's good though. Yeah. You're really learning how to tap into that, understand it, look at it, embrace it. And I love that. So go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So when we started with the power of a pivot, it was really about, we took about, I think it was 25 different topics and we wrote about them in our different ways. And Nancy shared her relatable stories and uh, I followed up with the tools and tips, um, you know, backed by science, most of them were, and then others were just processes that I've learned throughout my life. And so we really, uh, you know, tackled it from two different sides. And then we would end each chapter with these thought provoking questions to help the reader come on the journey with us so that they could, you know, apply the tools and tips that we provided and also, you know, work through this so that they felt like they were along this journey of pivoting as well. Oh, well, that is so important. I find that if I go into a classroom or a sermon or whatever you go into and it's 
inspirational and you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. And you, you come out of there and you're so inspired that all of a sudden you're like, hmm, I need to come back here next week, which is great to get that inspiration, but I'm not left with the strategy or the steps to take to actually work through A, B, or C. Yeah, and that's why, yeah, we thought that is exactly right and so important. And that's why in both of our books, we do outline different processes. And in our, in the power of a pause, we talk about a a four-step, five-step process Mm -hmm. to make the most of a pause, whether it's intended or unintended, you know, and because you're right, if we can help people to have tools that they can have in their toolkit that they can remember and draw upon and be able to make some of these things that we're talking about ways to be more positive, make that a little more habitual and not something that you have to, you know, really be like, oh, I guess I could have, you know, in the, after it's over, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Yeah. And in all of our workshops and our retreats, we always have experiential activities that we have people do so they can apply the learning and the knowledge that we impart on them. Cause we do think that's really important. It's one thing to sort of take it in. It's another thing to put it into practice. Absolutely. That is so important. That is a big difference between understanding the concepts and then being able to put those into practice. So important. And I love that your books both contain that strategy, that development of process. So how have you, and I know you've talked about having these retreats and you know, we're in pandemic of quarantine, you know, we're not able to have that connection with folks. How have you pivoted in relation to being able to offer folks these different ways of connecting. Yeah. So, well, the first thing we did was we developed two online programs that are self-directed and they're on our website and you can do those at your own pace. The second thing we did was we developed um, for individuals, like you can get a friend group together and we do something called filling in the missing piece. Um, There's various workshops we can do, but you can get a few friends together on Zoom, and we do uh, filling in the missing pieces over five different um, interactions. We spread it out over two weeks, so it's um, it's a way that we can still connect, right? We can still get together, and we can still have moments of authenticity and learning, and um, and that human connection that we're really striving for. And the the next thing we did was developing virtual online programs. We call them mindset management programs mm-hmm. for corporations. And so I know that Zoom is. T- And I know that everybody would rather not be on Zoom, but you know what? It's better than nothing. And we've been able to have some really meaningful connections via Zoom. We've been, you know, worked really hard to come up with some things that we can do that can be a little bit more interactive and that we can sort of Uh, be able to touch folks, um, you know, mentally, right, metaphorically. And um, so we are actually having a face-to-face retreat on April 18th, um, which we're really excited about. Mm -hmm. We're going to work real hard to make it COVID safe. But, um, but yeah, I mean, the the virtual stuff is, you know, um, like I said, it's not, it's nobody's first choice. But, um, but I think it's, it's important that we, we still stay connected. Right. Well, and I think at first, you know, it was fun and exciting being on Zoom, right? And people would have Zoom parties and it would be funny <laughs> yeah. to be like, oh, you got your shorts on underneath your, right. you know, your jacket or whatever. But then we got that, you know, Zoom fatigue and, yeah. and people just were like, I don't want to be on Zoom anymore. But it's really more about what you make of it. And mm-hmm. as Nancy said, with our filling in the missing piece, it's P-E-A-C-E, that inner piece that we're missing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we really have, had phenomenal connections that way. Right. I love that. It really is what you make of an experience. And I know we have this 
fatigue, right? This online fatigue. And we're working all day. Then we go into meetings on Zoom and then we, you know, yada, yada, yada. And so it is nice to be able to have that human connection, but yet we don't right now. And this is a way of connecting. And I remember, you know, I was a military spouse for 21 years. Mm-hmm. And when my husband first got into the military, the only thing we had, we could do at that time, because it was so long ago, write letters. So I think back on that now and go, we have so many options <laughs> yeah. while we're doing this that I feel so fortunate. So if I look at it from that context, it's like, wow, I've got a lot more than I had 20 years ago. <laughs> that's amazing. I know you're right. And that's a really great way of sort of benefit finding, right? You know, when right. you look back like that and you think, look how far we've come and look how you know wonderful it is for us to be able to see each other like this. Oh, you know, absolutely. So important. Well, We've talked about a lot here. We've gone through a lot. You were doing so many wonderful things. So as we come to the close of the interview, I want to ask each of you, and let's start with you, Kim. If you were to leave the listeners with some words of wisdom, what would they be? Well, I would say of utmost importance is recognizing what's within and what's outside your control because so much of what steals our joy in life and what leads us down a path of worrying and distress is those things that are outside of our control. So thinking about that, creating that list of this is what's within my control, this is what's outside my control, letting go of those things outside your control is going to really boost your ability to find joy in your life. Thank you. And Nancy, if you were to leave the listeners with some words of wisdom, what would they be? So if it's a pandemic and everyone's working from home, don't get a coon hound. (laughs) A coon hound is a dog that has a really, really crazy howl that she does all day long. So that, that's, that's one thing I've learned lately. <laughs> seriously, I would say um, one of the most valuable things I think out of positive psychology is self-compassion. And we've done a lot of work in self-compassion and, you know, this idea of being kind to yourself, especially now because of the difficulties of the pandemic that we're going through, we get frustrated, we get angry, we get scared, we get upset, we get depressed. But you know what? In all those areas, we can be kind to ourselves. We can use self-compassion and that can pull us out of all of those things. So I I would say to find out what self-compassion is and try to use it with yourself. Oh, terrific. Well, thank you, Kim and Nancy, for joining me on the Core Women podcast today. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Absolutely. If you would like to learn more about Kim and Nancy, you can follow them at thewisdomcoalition.com and on Facebook and Instagram at The Wisdom Coalition. And you can check out their podcast, The Wisdom Coalition, on just about any podcast platform. If you need a strategic empowerment coach, contact me. If you want to tell your story of empowerment or how you have reconstructed your life to drive change, send me a video or an email of your story providing permission to use it on my social media platforms. If you want to be featured on my podcast, reach out to me at infocorewomen.com. I want to hear from you and to get to know you. You are now part of the Core Women home. Let's get to know each other. Let's learn from one another. Please follow Core Women on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Please let your women friends know about this podcast. If you write about Core Women in your social media posts, please hashtag Core Women. This is all about women. Thank you for taking the time to learn more about Core Women And please stay tuned for continued growth of the core women movement. Let's grow and drive change together.